Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I am your host, Roz and Renee. Welcome to another episode of the show. Hi, my lovelies. I am so excited to be recording this episode for a couple reasons. First of all, it's going out on time. Y'all are getting episode on Sunday <laughs> instead of like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sis. But I have been very diligent in making sure that I stay on top of my schedule this week. So I did a bunch of work on my notes. And then, you know, I just really wanted to talk to y'all today. Let me take a sip of my water. So I have been, goodness sis, where do I start? I really want to be transparent with y'all today. Um, This week has really thrown your girl a couple of bones for real And I say that to say I have really discovered this week and even in my own personal kind of sitting moments, um, I realized just the work that it takes to maintain your mental health. Um, So for those of you that don't know, um, I, I try to, and let me just give this first, I try to be a beacon of hope and light to, um, People that are in a space of overwhelm who may have never experienced therapy, who are currently in therapy, who are really working to try to overcome, you know, negative thinking patterns, find your identity, work through your trauma, like all of those things insist like let me let me stop and say I commend you. Whether you have listened to me and started your therapy journey, praise God for one, but I'm so proud of you for taking the step to work. And as somebody who's done the work and is out of counseling, still doing the work, I want to tell you that it gets easier, but you do have moments. And I want to be transparent in this moment to you about how it's been for me the past couple of weeks. Um, Because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And I think that... You know, I'm pretty transparent with my audience in general. I'm pretty open about what I feel, what I'm going through. But I want to share some humanist things about me and what I've been feeling over the last couple of weeks um, as it relates to some anxiety. Um, so for those of you that don't know and have not been following my 
journey up until this point because I know I have a lot of new listeners. My name is Rosalind Renee. I am a podcaster, of course. Um, and I created this podcast as a space for me to share my mental health journey that I went through from 2018 to 2019. I went to counseling at the beginning in January 2018 all the way to December 2019. So two solid years in counseling with an amazing African-American Holy Spirit-led therapist. And I discovered and I went for the purpose of really wanting to overcome, you know, what were the things that were blocking me mental health wise? My background is in mental health. I am a licensed clinical, I would like almost licensed master's level social worker. I'll be almost clinically licensed in October to be an actual licensed therapist. So I have some knowledge in the mental health space as well as personally and professionally. Um, and I actually was a person who was Christian and experienced counseling. And I am someone that's extremely self-aware. So I am, what that means is I am aware of feelings. I'm aware of what triggers me. I'm aware of all these things. But y'all listen, I had a moment or moments this week. Okay, sis? Like, I'm going to break it all the way down to y'all. And so my topic this week was going to be on something. And I just say, you know what? I just want to talk. I want to just say what's been happening. I want to be 100% transparent. And I want to be very honest about the steps I'm taking to overcome this, these feelings I've been having. And so here we go. We're going to talk about it. So over the last couple of weeks, I've been, you know, I think we all are adjusting to this new norm of this very groundbreaking history of hitting the groundbreaking history, girl. What are you saying? This whole thing of this global pandemic and with the very abrupt transition of literally my routine of what I do every day, shifting to home life. Um, I do and I'm aware of like it's always an adjustment period and there are times where you're not gonna feel you know like fluid within the transition and I didn't realize probably how much it hit me until this week I also didn't realize like how much I had disconnected from my plan that I created with my therapist. And so what happened when I discharged from counseling, me and my therapist literally spent a solid two months, y'all, working on a discharge plan, which basically meant every tool that she gave me in counseling, we brought for two months together to figure out, okay, when I'm feeling anxious, this is what I do. Okay, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, this is what I do. Okay, when I'm what grounds me? What makes me happy? What things can I do that feed me spiritually? What things can I do that feed my physical health? What things can I do that can just like we literally went in on this discharge plan because the whole point of it was what tools am I taking almost like a really big toolbox to go into and out now where I don't have that sustainment of constantly coming to someone every week to talk about things. I have overcome so much within my 
um, trauma and within my identity, within my relationship with the father, my relationship with God has birthed. Literally, it was birthed in counseling. Let me just say. And I view God so differently now, but I noticed this week some of my behaviors that I used to do when I was um, in counseling. So I'm going to tell y'all a little about that. So I didn't realize that I was kind of struggling with some anxiety. I never really ever had issues with panic attacks. I never had issues with like... um, real crying spells. I never had issues with, let me think of something else, like difficulty breathing. Um, I never had issues with um, like the phys- the real physical impact of anxiety. Maybe, a, maybe like every blue moon, I would notice things like that. But most of my like quote unquote symptoms of anxiety were like mind racing, Um, And then like a combination of some things related to depression, irritability, like being real irritated. People would talk to me Um, this week. I've been wanting to sleep more. I've been wanting to like lay in the bed more. Um, I hadn't really even noticed I ain't even ate till like noon. Just kind of this slow. I think probably the fact I ain't really ate was because. I was so tired of eating eggs and turkey bacon, sis. Like, let's just be honest. I'm so sick of making eggs and turkey bacon and eating a banana. But I digress. Um, but just even that, like, I don't think it's my appetite's changed. Just the the difference I'm noticing in my routine and my behavior. With God, and this is like something where I said, ooh, sis, something, something might be happening. I noticed that even... I wasn't desiring to pick up my Bible, uh, which is not like me. Um, I did change my routine with God where this week I said, I'm going to, instead of trying to, trying to do my morning routine with God, I'm going to break away in the middle of the afternoon and spend time with him. That was really, really helpful at the beginning of the week, but it fell off towards the end. And I noticed that, when I was getting in my time with him, I was just kind of like spiraling off the mouth. And just so I know there are a ton of things that are happening um, in my own personal life. Um, not bad, but just in general, like just stuff happening. And I was like thinking about those things a lot. I'm also like in a transition with work where like we're about to go into summertime, just all these things, sis. And I just noticed What happened was I vented to my husband and we were talking one day and he was like, babe, you sound really worried right now. And he was like, I need you not to worry. And I was like, I don't know why I'm worried. I don't know why I feel like all these feelings. I don't know what's going on. So a couple things that I do know when I get like that, a boundary has been crossed. I've allowed either somebody or something to cross a personal boundary of mine. And I know what it was, but I just didn't know how to address it. And I didn't know how to deal with it to the point to where I just like shut, wanted to shut down from everything. And so I had a friend 
tell me about my therapist podcast. I think that was on Wednesday. Um, and I will link her podcast below because it's so good, girl. And I literally Wednesday spent all of Wednesday binge listening to her podcast. And it made me remember just the quality of what she gave to me every time I sat in front of her. And I was so emotional that day. I literally cried every time I heard her voice because I just was like, I need to, I want to call you back and like get back in front of you, but I need to get out of this worried space. I need to get out of this overwhelmed space and I'm having difficulties doing it with the things that I know that have worked and things that I normally do. And so I went back through some of my, um, you know, my mental health plan and I realized and I have like this whole template y'all that I haven't shared with y'all yet because I was really trying to test it out and I realized I hadn't had a personal check-in so what that is is like every month I'm very diligent about checking in with myself and looking back through the month to see what worked what didn't work how was I what was I most proud of? What was I thankful for? Just really practicing those things I learned in counseling. And I never had not checked in with myself since the end of March. Well, really since the beginning of March. So the pandemic happened in the middle of um, March. And I had not checked in with myself since the be- since probably the beginning of March or the end of March. I can't remember. I think it was the end of March I checked in because I do remember I didn't do a check in for April. So for two months, potentially, I have not checked in with myself mental health wise. So honestly, that's like you having consistent doctor visits and then you miss one appointment. You reschedule it, then you miss one appointment and the problem persists and the problem grows and you end up finding that you have an infection somewhere and you have to go and get put on medications that's stronger or whatnot. And making the comparison to me, I have gotten really off course mental health wise to where I notice I'm shutting down with God. I'm like, Lord, I don't feel like talking today or God, I don't even want to open up my Bible like I told y'all and self-sabotaging really like anything I'm working on seems like it's a task. I'm not excited about it. Um, just all these things, like a combination. I know my, I know my role. I like, I know what it is. It's like, I get sad and a combination of worried. And so I really was like, y'all, I wasn't coping. Like, I just was like, forget it. I don't care. And I was struggling with who do I talk to about this? Who do I go to? What friend understands mental health and, God and what who can I go to to talk about this I talked to my husband and he kind of gave me some things that he was like you know think about this this and that but I'm a process thinker y'all I am someone that has to talk about how I feel I am not that person Okay, I am not the shutdown friend. You can't even shut down with me. Okay, if you are my friend, you will not shut down. I am going to pull and pry for them feelings because we got to get to the root issue. And so for me, because I give that out, I have to get that. So sis, I just was like, everybody I was talking to kind of venting to 
were just kind of saying, oh, it's going to be fine, you know, and I'm just like, that's not, listen, that's not it. And then two, there are some moments where literally it's like, I don't want anybody to tell me a scripture. I don't want anybody to tell me anything, but like some very practical steps, like very like, I know God's word. Okay, sis, I get it. I understand. I can do all things through Christ. I get it. But what's the practical thing I can start with right now to talk me through what I'm feeling? I know I'm not the only one because I tell you all the time, if I'm not the only one to feel this, I know I ain't the only one that has felt this. And it's like, sis, okay, I can't get the super spiritual right now. I need the very practical things. My father knows his daughter. He knows that she is very practical. He knows that she needs step by step what to do to get from point A to point B. Yes, give me scripture. But walk me through the how to get to the scripture part, father. Okay, you know what I'm saying, sis? Like, give me an amen. Say amen. Amen. Okay. And so I just was like, somebody, please, anybody. And it wasn't until, like I said, I listened to my therapist podcast. She gets, she gets, she gets a combination of scripture and practical steps. But then I, today I talked to a friend of mine and she, um, she's currently in therapy. Um, but she was like, what's your feelings? She said, look at the feelings wheel. So, cause we always talk about this feelings wheel and I will link a copy of the feelings wheel below, um, in case you're interested. And I told her, she was like, what are your feelings? And I told her, um, inadequacy was one. I told her out of control was another one. And I told her fragile was another one. This is why, and I will also link my language of feelings. Child, I need to write down all these things I'm linking. Hold on one second, sis. Um, The language of feelings um, or how to like express your feelings podcast below. Because what that did for me, and nobody does this. And I, I don't even think I was at the point of like I mentally could do that myself like I I know that's a tool from my toolbox but y'all you know sometimes you be so much in your head you physically can't think of what to do first like you mentally can't put in your mind what I need to do first to get to point b like I know I need to do my feelings well but what happens when I figure out my feelings like where do I go from there so she said look at the feelings wheel what are you feeling? I said, fragile. I said, out of control. And I said, inadequate. And we literally went through each feeling. And she said, why do you feel fragile? And I just was able to talk through literally what I felt. And what I found, which was beautiful, was that I, she created, my friend created a space for me to literally let out my feelings in a way that was healthy, but it didn't, it was no judgment. It was no dismissing, not to say my other friends dismissed me, but it was just a way to where it wasn't like read a scripture or, um, not to, and I, and I say this to say, and I don't mean to say it like it's not valid, but sometimes again, we need practicality. We need steps. Our father is such a step-by-step father. Yes, we need to rely on the word. Yes, I need to remember. And I just literally told myself before I press record, 
Rosalind, be transparent because people overcome by the word of your testimony. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. You can talk about this. And I literally had to tell myself that. And I do rely on scripture, but sometimes I just need a space. You know what I'm saying? To say what it is I need to say and not be brought up in a way where it's validated. That's what I'm trying to say. Where my feelings are heard and validated. Like, have you ever been in a conversation with somebody? And I don't hope I don't get emotional. Where you where you expressed your feelings and you didn't feel validated. You didn't feel like somebody was hearing you in a way that was very tangible. You know what I'm saying? And I remember thinking to myself, I miss. I miss being able to sit in front of someone and they validate my feelings and it not be not discussed. And I don't mean to get emotional, but like not be dismissed. And I think that, um, I have people in my life like that, but sometimes I need it for me. And I think that, you know, it's so important that we recognize that when we're struggling, we sit in front of people who validate us. And that's why I always push therapy to y'all because the father does that. God validated my feelings through my friend. God knew that I didn't have the strength to even come to him and say, Father, I'm struggling. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to feel. I don't know what scripture to read. I don't know how to express. I don't know what it is that I need to say to you to get past this feeling. And I don't know if that's an exercise. Maybe if you have a close friend that can listen to you, this is the thing that you need to tell them. I'm going to read my feelings out to you and I want you to ask me why. And I would say pick only three feelings. So this feelings will I'm attached. Save it to your phone, sis. Or take a screenshot of it and get with a friend you're close to that understands you and listens to you and tell them I'm going to read three feelings that I feel out to you. And I want you to ask me why you feel blank. So if you if you say fragile, why do you feel fragile? That's what I want you to tell me. And I want you to listen to me and let me talk. So I say that to say like, um, I'm bringing this whole episode up to really tell you the steps I'm now taking to deal with the anxiety I was feeling um, and what I identified in that conversation from doing that simple toolkit activity of identification of feelings and really figure out my triggers. I have a bunch of them in my head right now. I know what it is. And I'm really going to spend the next couple weeks now going back to my anchors, which are the things that are in my, that was in my toolkit of things from my mental health um, plan for what go, what, what, what brings me back to a grounded place? What brings me back to a place where I feel leveled? And I want to share some of those things with y'all. But after that conversation, one, I was like, so overwhelmed with gratitude that she just took the time to listen to me and listen and literally asked me each question 
or each feeling like why and we talked through and she was like this is what you're thinking this is what you're feeling this is what I'm thinking you're saying so on and so forth and it was so good to me y'all like I don't think I could ever I don't think I have felt that feeling in a long time. And so it was refreshing. It refueled me. I felt better. I girl, I got up and made me some lunch. Okay, sis. I filled up my water cup. Baby, I started cleaning off my desk. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Sis, like the stuff you don't do, you avoid. You know what I'm saying? I was drinking my water, minding my business. <laughs> that it was just so good to me. And so... I'm going to share some things that I'm going to do now as a means to just begin to like re-anchor myself. Um, The first thing is knowing that when I feel this way, and this is for my sisters who beat themselves up when they feel like they've been quote unquote disconnected from God that God sent an angel to send to me. He knew, God knew I didn't have the space to mentally come to him. And I think that's the beautiful thing is that God loves me enough to know what his daughter needs. Even this podcast, he knows you enough, sis, to know what you need. To have another sister say, sis, this is what I was feeling and this is what you can do. He knows you enough to know that. He knows you enough to know you had the struggle to come to him and say something to him to where now I feel a little bit more comfortable saying, Father, you know, this is what I've been feeling. This is what I've been thinking. And I need you to help me with this. I need you to help me and talk me through this process um, and this transition. And so I know now that when my behavior changes with God, there's some underlying feeling of something I need to discuss with someone I'm close to or myself or journal about and reflect on. Another thing that I'm going to do, and I'm going to do this actually when I get off my podcast with y'all, but over the next couple weeks and probably once every like once or twice a week, I'm going to do a what I feel or what I know list. And basically what that is, is is where I'll write all my feelings down and say, well, this is what I feel, but this is what I know. And I'm going to do that on my whiteboard and leave it up for a couple days to see. And then every, you know, like I said, once or twice a week, redo the list to see if something changes. That's a way for me to be able to say, even though I feel these feelings, I know this. Even though I feel like there are times I feel inadequate and I'm not good enough or there are times where I feel like I'm not competent in what I do. There are times where I feel like I could be serving my audience better or there are times where I feel like even stepping into doing this now time management coaching, like I've never done this before, but I know I'm gifted and competent and competent in this area. But it sometimes feels intimidating that God has equipped me and I'm competent and I am able to do. I know I am. Um, If I am struggling with that, I will do that. The next thing I'm going to do is find time to take a walk. Um, I was doing that kind of at the beginning of this month and I stopped. Like I really was like diligent about taking a walk midday to just get away from my desk, to get away from all the things that were happening. 
And I'm going to do that again. I'm just going to take a walk. Now, sis, I'm definitely going to have to pin curl this hair up because I just got it flat ironed and I am not going to sweat these curls out. Amen. So I will definitely walk around with a bonnet on. If somebody judges me, they can judge their mama. So period, point blank, poo. Um, maybe I'll find like me a little cute skull cap or something. Because I'm going to wear these flexi rods. I don't care what anybody say. Okay? Love black people. Love everyone. Amen. So, um, and then I'm also going to go back to my anchors. These are my current anchors, y'all. And I want to read this out to you as a way for you to kind of know what I mean when I say anchors. Um, Girl, where is it? Okay, let me tell you my anchors. Um, I have a category of a bunch of different things, but basically is what anchors me spiritually, physically, emotionally, experimentally, and relationally. Experimentally is basically like experiences, all those kinds of things. But one, I'm going to just read like spiritually and physically. What anchors me spiritually is time with God. Spiritually also anchors me is sharing my burdens with others. That was something I did today. Speaking scripture over myself, prayer and fasting, serving God's people anchors me. Physically, what anchors me is working out, eating good foods, cooking with my husband. Emotionally, I'm going to read that real quick, is making sure my emotions are aligned with God talking it out with people, trusting my gut with things, getting wisdom, practical and and rational opinions, journaling, prioritizing, who do you who told you so? What basically that means is who told me that I'm not inadequate? Who told me I'm not able to do my best in everything? Who told me so when I have negative thoughts it's like who told me that? So that's a way I check myself emotionally. And then I reexamine my thoughts. And one of the key quotes my therapist says is, you're the CEO of your mind. You own your mind. So how are you owning your mind when it has all these different things? And if you are struggling with owning your mind, how can you then learn to take it back? And then um, another thing that I'm going to do is... I'm going to bring it up back in my notes. The Another thing I'm going to do is processing with a friend or partner. So anytime I feel overwhelmed, I'm going to talk to someone that I trust. And then following that conversation, I'm going to check in with God. I'm going to be intentional about talking back to my father because I never want to put people's advice or things that I may feel above him. But I do recognize that God uses people to help us. But I want to always come back and do my reflection with him. Um, Last but certainly not least, I'm going to, um, or not last, incorporate the feelings wheel, which I'm going to link below to you. And then I'm going to be intentional about incorporating some mental breaks into my day. And that may look like literally logging off social media at 8 p.m., um, making sure I don't get on social media until like 9 o'clock, um, making sure that I read something positive for the day that pours back into me, um, making sure that I, and I could do that actually by like reading a proverb every day to get me back into the groove of reading my Bible consistently. Um, just different things that would 
pour back into my mental space to anchor me. And this is not going to be, uh, I'm shooting for the hills to do this every day. I'm really going to start incorporating, you know, pieces of these little things over the next couple weeks to see where I'm at because I hadn't honestly done none of this, like none of this, honestly, sis, and just use my toolbox. And so I hadn't been maintaining my mental health. I had missed my doctor's appointments and basically the infection kind of came back a little bit. So how do I now like take care of it? How do I now use the prescriptions I've been given to, and I'm using, I'm saying this real metaphorically y'all. Um, how do I use this prescription to like make me feel better and use the things that I've learned in counseling to help me? And that's really what this was about. Um, but I wanted to share with y'all, like, I really was anxious. I was real, like, live up, overwhelmed in my head, overwhelmed, like, I don't know what to do. Just all these things. And it just literally wasn't working out. So that was all I wanted to share today. And I want to say a quick prayer. Um for you if you're struggling with this because this is going to be a prayer I'm going to say over myself to actually um, take this step for myself as well but I want to say it over you sis because I love you so much I love you so much I love serving you as your sister in Christ I love the fact that God put this love in my heart to serve his people like that is something I get to do And the fact that I get to do it in a space that, you know, people have been broken is a gift. And I love you so much. And I want you to know that you are special in the eyes of our father. So if if I'm the sister that gets to reassure you that you are special to the father and he loves you, I'm so excited I get to do so. So I'm going to say a quick prayer and that'll be all for this week. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before your throne today to the Lord. Just thank you. Thank you, Father, for every single ear that gets the opportunity to hear this podcast. Lord, thank you for their heart. Thank you for their mind. Thank you for their spirit. Father, if they are struggling with anxiety, if they're struggling with worry or overwhelm, God, I pray today that you have blessed them in such a way with this podcast. I pray, Father, that you highlight people to them that are healthy relationships that they can start engaging in to be able to get poured into. Father, I pray for those that are in counseling right now that you continue to give them the courage to go every day, to continue to or every week to go and do the work, to go and reflect and know that you are not angry with them. You are not disappointed in them. You're not a God that scolds them, Father, but you are a God that loves them and loves relationship. I pray that we don't avoid you, Father. I pray that we don't not ask you questions. We don't um, just want you for your hand, but we want you for your heart. I pray, Lord God, that you use our eyes and our hearts to begin to see you and feel you and experience you different. I pray you heal every broken space in their hearts and minds. And God, even heal the very way they view you. 
For you're such a wonderful father and all things that you do, God, work out for our good. And so I thank you for this opportunity to serve your daughters and serve your kingdom in this way. I pray you continue to cover me and keep me, Father, so that I can always do what you've called me to do. It is in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, my loves. I'll see you next week. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.